I didn't get my Wednesday mow in. And I'm like really, really depressed about that. Oh, hi, everybody. Welcome to Ask the Garden Geek. My name is Michael Cross, and I want to talk about my lawn just, just for a minute. Just, just, just for a minute, I want to talk about my lawn. I am now trying to mow my lawn twice a week, and we've been having massive amounts of rain. We're, first, we went through this terrible drought, and I tried to do my Wednesday mow a couple weeks ago, and it, it had not grown. I still wanted to do the mow, though. You know what I'm saying? I still wanted to do the, at least the front yard. But it was it was just in pathetic shape. So I didn't get to do that. So I waited until Saturday to do the mow. And Saturday, the lawnmower broke. Right smack in the middle of, of me starting it up and getting out and mowing part of the front stretch of the yard, the lawnmower just stopped working. So... I'm not good at fixing lawnmowers, and the, there's a guy around the corner who is good at fixing lawnmowers, but the last lawnmower I took to him, which was my blue boy, he fixed it and he kept it. So I said, okay. So I know this other guy, his name is Hal. Uh, he has a shop, and I ran it over to Hal, and Hal said, I'm not going to get to it for two weeks. I said, Hal, you know me. He goes, all right. He said, let me see. And he looked at it. He tinkered with it. He got it. He got it up and running in about ten minutes. I don't know what he did. I was talking to his wife, who is always a delight to talk to because she's so much better looking than he is, and she makes cookies. And she gave me cookies. The cookies were good. So anyway, he gets my lawnmower. I said, "How much owe you?" He says, "Just, just, just." I said, "Okay. How much do I owe you?" He says, "Don't worry about it." I said, "Okay." Must have been simple. That's the only thing I can think of. Threw the thing in the back of the truck. Came back. Mowed the yard. <sighs> Edged the yard. <sighs> Weed eated, ha! Ah, took the blower, did all of that. Yard looks beautiful. But then comes this Wednesday, which was yesterday. We record on Thursdays. I want to do the Wednesday mow because the grass is actually growing a little bit because now we're getting a lot of rain. I said, yeah, this is good. There's rain. I can do this. Except for one thing. we had It was raining. And it was raining hard. It just would not stop raining. So today... I said, well, I'll do the Wednesday mow on Thursday, but then I'll be doing it again on Saturday, so that's kind of weird. And it's raining all day. It just stopped raining right now, long, and it was thundering long enough for me to do radio. So what am I going to do radio about? I'm going to do radio about what I'm getting all the emails about, which is, of course, lawn pest. And I got to tell you, people all across the country are seeing different lawn pests. I, white grubs are showing up in parts of the country. I, I in Kansas area, I've got a, a couple of emails from out there. One guy who's been listening to my show for 25 years is has got you know has got the white grubs, and he says, "Well, can I use the Doom or, or one of those Bacillus thuringiensis products on it?" I said, "Yeah, you kind of can, but you know, I think you need to kill the grubs like right now." So I suggested that he use a bifenthalin granule. Uh, a brand name with that for that would be Telstar. There's several, several of them out there. Walmart sells a bifenthalin granule under different names. But I would put that down and water it in real good and kill the adults. And if you want to use the Bacillus thuringiensis product, um, I don't know, it might be a little too late in the year. Just, just a little bit too late in the year for that. Now, the other thing that we're getting a lot of calls on not really a lawn problem, but it's ants, fire ants, getting lots of calls and emails on fire ants. And they say, what's the best thing to kill fire ants? Well, the best thing to kill fire ants now is the same as it was years ago. 
but nobody does it correctly. And I've talked about this a million times, but it's Amdro. Now, let me tell you how to use Amdro, and it works every time if you do it the way I tell you. If you don't, it doesn't. It's just that simple. Take the Amdro and put a little tiny pile, and I mean a tablespoon, if it's a large mound, a tablespoon, next to the mound, about three to five inches away from the mound. Do not touch the mound. Do not disturb the mound. If you dump the Amdro on top of the mound, which everybody tries to do, the ants think that it's uh, the ants think that it's a threat, and if they think it's a threat, they remove the Amdro from the mound. I have actually sat and watched that happen. When I was teaching, we went out. We had you know piece of property at the school had. They had a bunch of you know fire ant hills. So we went out there, and I said, let's do a test. And we tried all kinds of different things. And we'd dump it right on top of the mound. We'd just sit there and watch the ants come out, the the soldier ants come out, and just remove it from the mound. Never touched it. Ant piles did fine. So, you know, we found the most effective way is to put just a tablespoon, if it's a large mound, next to the mound about four to five inches away three to five whatever and they if you sit and watch eventually they come out and they find it and they start taking it in you see them hauling it in it's that miraculous it works really really well so you know it's no big deal to get rid of fire ants if you follow the rules if you don't follow the rules it doesn't work i've been asked about chemical drenches into the mounds Yeah, if you put enough chemical into the mounds, they do work. But I'm not a big one on that. I'm not about taking pesticides, mixed pesticides, and flushing it deep into the soil. Because some of those mounds go down rather deep. Yeah, it's effective, but I would rather be a lot less chemically invasive. And the bait is just wonderful, does the job, the ants eat it. They all die, they all biodegrade into the soil, and everybody's happy, and everybody's, you know, wonderful, and you're not putting chemicals deep into the ground. So that's kind of my philosophy, and I'm an old pest control guy, you know, uh, but this is how I feel. Uh, You know, I just don't think we need to dump chemicals into the ground. Now, the next one that's popping up that I'm getting a lot of calls on is, uh, is something called a chinch bug. Chinch bugs are in the southern part of the United States mostly, but I've actually seen them as far as Nashville, areas like that. They have what's called a piercing, sucking mouth part. They, they're little black insects, about a fifth of an inch long. They got a white dot on their back, so you can always identify them when you find them. They drill into the stem of the grass. They stick some chemical in there from their mouths or from their, you know, their beaks, and then they suck the sap out of the grass and kill the grass. They can kill a lawn pretty quickly. When you see that you have chinch bugs or you see it starting to yellow out and brown out and you go down there and you kind of divide the grass and you find them down there, then you have to treat that area with a chemical. And in the old days, we used Durzban and Diazinon, and it was very, very effective. Uh, In the new days, uh, you have products like bifenthalin, but they've built up a resistance to bifenthalin. So, golly gee, um, I got to tell you what is working for me right now. And that is some of the sesame seed oil-based products, such as Eccentria. Eccentria seems to be working rather well. 
Now, it doesn't kill them real quick, but it kills them. And you probably have to do two or three applications about a week apart. But, you know, I had a pretty nasty section of my yard, a pretty nasty infestation in a a section of my yard last year. And I just decided I'm going chemical free. I'm going all natural. So I had the Eccentria. And by the way, I don't keep the Eccentria in my garage because it smells so bad. And I, again, I'm the only person on the universe who does not like the smell of Eccentria. Everybody else loves the smell of Eccentria. It's, it's kind of a minty, floral, but it's just too strong for me. I keep it in a plastic box that I have locked. It's a toolbox that I have locked in the corner of my backyard. That That's, you know, that's where I keep it. But and I also keep some other things and other chemicals in there as well. But this, you know, this is it, it works. But like I say, about two to three applications, about a week apart, and I just spray it down there, mix it up in a pump up sprayer, and spray it down there, and it works relatively well. Uh, you know, right away you will get immediate kill, but there's still some that are going to be hatching out you and it's not going to last a week later it's going to be gone it's not going to last so you got to hit it again a week later for the ones that hatch out and then just to make sure you come back a week after that and you hit it and it's done and it's all natural and like i say you'll probably love the odor of it i don't it's just me i'm never going to love the odor of a century but a lot of people do and it's relatively easier to find now than it used to be. Someone told me that uh, some Home Depots are carrying it. If not, you can go on eBay and buy it and get it relatively quickly, or you can go on Amazon and pick it up. And if you're an Amazon Prime member, you get it in two days. So, you know, that part's nice. And I like, I just, you know, the older I get, the more natural way I like to go. Like I say, I'm totally almost 100% organic on my fertilizer. I still use chemical pesticides. I still use chemical herbicides. I still use the awful, terrible Roundup. Yeah, I do. I don't use the brand name Roundup. Uh, The glyphosate is the active ingredient, and I buy the generic because it's less than half the price, and it works just as well. But for the most part, going natural. You're listening to Ask the Garden Geek. 